Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi, Abba. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Oh, you know, hanging in there. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, it's 7.43 my time. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be recording a little bit earlier and then we've gotten chatty. Now it's, it's, it's gotten significantly later in your time, Caitlin. I know. Okay, so when we get on this like recording, everyone knows we're like nine or ten hours apart. I can never remember, but we always end up talking for like an hour before we start the recording. So then we're always scrambling to actually. It's like begin. okay, now let's but, check the box of the podcast now that we've hung out. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so easy just to hang out, which I guess is the point of the podcast. But we don't want to just click record as soon as we start. I know because there's always like something weeks, that's happened, right? Yeah, well, I want to tell everyone that the sound quality <laughs> should be should be really good on this episode. Um, our editor, George, we had a meeting the other day and had some issues with Abba's mic. And George was like, I need to come over to your house. Like, And Abba kept being like, no, we just can catch up on video. And he was like, no. <laughs> and it turns out Abba was recording with her microphone upside down <laughs> oh my god guys for all it's been it's been over way over six months now it's like over six months we started this in august no i've been recording with that upside down so george comes yesterday george was over at my place yesterday and thursdays are my busiest work days so i was also just like i don't think i'm going to have time mm. to like prep and do a sound check and he's like no let's just just give me an hour and he comes and we he's just like to. abba there's a yeah. drawing right here on this box that you've removed the microphone from that shows exactly how it's supposed to be laid out when you're speaking. <laughs> Why did you flip it the other way? And I was like, uh, every time I watch people recording in studios, I can usually see the buttons. And it's like, exactly, because it's always on the perspective of you looking mm-hmm. outwards. Anyway, if you, you might have noticed yeah. in the last episode, I sound muffled, like I have a bad cold. It was just like the upside down and placement was just absolutely <laughs> off. So every so often I put it away and it's just like, okay. He had to go and he figured out even what, I, what the amplifier. Yeah. He also learned mm-hmm. that the amplifier I was using was, I wasn't, turn, I wasn't adjusting the sound amplification. I was just adjusting listening volume. Guys, we are going to be like recording artists at the end of this. I think we should make a movie. I mean, I'm proud that we're learning so much and we're women in STEM now, so. Big time women. uh, Even though yesterday I felt like a failing woman in STEM with an upside down mic. I was just like, you cannot be serious. When you messaged us about that, I had tears rolling down my face that somehow also, but the thing is, we're also on a video call together and I never noticed that it was upside down so ever. But here we are. So we had a pretty good sound check today. We did, um, we sang today in our sound checks. Ah, um, uh, today is a, it's a singing jam. It's a singing day. Have you seen those? Um, I feel like there's been so many TikToks lately, like making fun of like our generation. We were, we were kids trying to like record ourselves singing and like how bad it was when we would play it back. Did you ever do that? I've not seen the TikToks, but that was like my life. And you'd, I, and you'd just be like, and yes. Like, like, 
Yes, and you would record. So yeah, we I definitely used to do that on my computer and then listen to it and be like, wow, that's so bad. <laughs> I feel like I remember thinking that I thought, well, it would be for both music and even like I'd have this thing where I'm like, okay, I want to be... I want to interview people or whatever. And then I'd be like, okay, my voice sounds so off. But for the singing one, I definitely used to be like, I think I'm catching those notes. Mm-hmm. I think I'm ca-. But the recorders, they were always, they look like harmonicas. Did you have those like thin rectangle ones? I don't know. I just used to record on the computer somehow. I don't, I don't remember. But send me the TikTok. How are you doing, Caitlin, though? They're really How funny. How's your week? I'm good. It's been, you know... Every week is busy. I I really wanted to take a day off of work this week just to have like a mental health day and I just haven't been able to swing it. So one of these days, but it's been busy. I have some big stuff going on in court next week. So I'm just prepping Yeah, and still taking care of myself. I got kind of in a good groove this week of, you know, getting up and like stretching, taking a long walk feel like doing things that feel good so I don't know nice it's been nice what about you um speaking of a mental health day I'm planning to take a day off next week thank you for reminding me because I'm not it's Friday I need to send that out and I'm planning to take Wednesday off it sounds a little too close now but I should just send that out after this call that Mm -hmm. I'm going to be off next week it's been a really busy week um but it's been busy largely work-wise. I have a friend who's in town who's visiting who moved out of Kenya. One of my really good friends moved oh, away fun. like two, three years ago. It was pre-pandemic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been back for the past two weeks, week and a half-ish. So I feel like I've been socializing and out a lot more than I usually am. So that was, But it was fun. You we, are. We, you seem like... That's fun, though. Yeah, I've been outside. You always seem right? like you're out, though. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm usually not out. I'm usually in the house. But I, I was, we were out eating. He's, he's an eating friend too. So we've been like just oh, going out to eat a friends. lot. And it's just like, there's this specific sushi spot. That's like our spot that I've not gone to in the three years there's been away. So we like went and ate a buttload of food there the other night. Um, so that's been yeah. nice. Yeah. But like work has also been like a bit, I don't know, like emotional, stressful or something. Um, so I feel like I need a break. Not that anything is going wrong, but I feel like there was just certain things that were happening in my team this week. I was getting like triggers from like early career stage Ava, who felt like she wasn't mm-hmm. taken care of by like the people who are in charge in the workplace. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm really rooting for the people in my team and the stuff happening. And I was just like, how come nobody fought for me? And oh my gosh, I have to fight <laughs> for my people. Everyone deserves to be like, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's been like a bit overwhelming and my hives have been on overdrive. So, but I've also been like, so you get stress hives all the time. It's renewed this year. I had not been getting hives for years. I used to get, I started getting hives in Hillsdale. Do you remember, mm. <laughs> do you remember the really hot ethics professor? Oh God. Do you remember him? The, he had gray hair. Um, it was really hot. Black, black stock. freaking stock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I remember. I remember. I never mind. We shouldn't talk about this now that we named him. But there were many, many things I remember about him. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) No, everyone loved him. I was in love with Professor Blackstock for sure. 
Um, but I because I liked him so much also as a person, and obviously I thought he was super hot, and he was really kind and had the kindest voice and kindest eyes. Yeah. Ugh. It, there was something he a, like definitely got ASMR from his voice. A hundred percent. I yeah. Do you remember, did you used to feel like in class he you would just talk like zone and I would like the... feel it in my spine. Exactly. Yes. So mm-hmm. the first time I started getting hives was it was a presentation. There was some big presentation that like a few people in the class were supposed to do, and I was one of the selected people. And I wanted to impress him so much. I liked him so much. And I wanted to do such a good job. And I remember just like the night before, I was like, what is happening? I'd never felt that sensation of like my body's just like burning and itching. And I remember turning on the lights and I was like, oh my God, what is happening? I was like, no, Hivey all it over. all started because you wanted to do well for him. Oh, professor. And he would have been the one person that would be like, I don't care if you get up here. Literally. And after I was you like... Know? You did such a good job. You have, you know, you have with this like I don't even remember how we used to talk, but he had such a nice voice. Anyway, <laughs> so I used to get hives in my Hillsdale era, and that's when I started taking like mm-hmm. Benadryl, daily Benadryl for some year there. But I've not had hives for very many years, and I don't know. There's something that's happening. I, it's how I'm processing my emotions. I can tell there's something that's switched mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, and they're they're back, but I'm like listening to them and trying to understand what they're trying to communicate. Uh, and I'm gonna take a break next week as well. Yeah, you need to. Oh my gosh, the physical symptoms of stress and anxiety are so brutal. And sometimes I feel like the weirdness is when <sighs> it's not super clear. Like, let's say if you have a really big case that, especially when you've gone to trial, you know, you're under pressure around like this big thing you have to achieve. You know, you have to put in a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You're under also like emotional pressure because you need to like do the best for your client, but you also have to, you know what's Mm -hmm. happening. And so, you know, I, I feel like when it's not very clear, even though this past week I was like, I can tell where the trigger happened a little bit, but I'm just like, it's just like this dormant thing where it's just like my body's just like, I think you're a little bit anxious. And I'm like, I was really just chilling, minding my own business. Am I really? Or I just, I, <laughs> I just not regulate. My nervous system is just disregulated or something. I don't know. But uh, I, I definitely feel that. Well, God, you're going to take a day off. Hopefully you can take more than one day. Yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely looking forward to at one point taking off. Some days. Will you take I a proper break in Q1? Stuff I gotta, um, I will. I'm planning on taking some time off in the next couple months, like a full week, mm-hmm. um, some somewhere around there. But I just got a lot. Like I moved up to this other courtroom, and I'm just catching up, and it's just been a lot. So I haven't been able to really step back at all. Um, what does moving to in, another courtroom mean? So I started with just doing misdemeanors, and now I'm in a district courtroom, so I'm handling felony cases. So guys, that's a big it, deal. Um, like the, the stakes are, yeah, the stakes are really high, and I, so I'm, I'm obviously putting a lot of pressure on myself because I, you know, I can't, like, I can't just shut it off when I go home because I'm like, it's not just like. Oh, I'll pick it up tomorrow. It's like, oh no, like someone's in jail and like my, you know what I mean? Like someone's life is actually like in a serious situation and you need to like Mm -hmm. help them. 
save them as such a class. Yeah, so I'm just trying to get in a, in a good place with everyone, but um, have some big like motion hearings coming up next week that I spent a lot of time working on. So I'm nervous and like excited, have my fingers crossed that hopefully it can have some good news. But I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's just been busy. So Caitlin, let's put a note because we discussed this pre-recording last week, or I don't know when. But you need to send me a link to one of your felony cases. I want to listen in. I want to see you being okay, a badass and saving but... people from the terrible prison system. <laughs> and this is for like way bigger stakes things. That's so scary. You're such a badass. And I'm sure you're going to like kill it. Also, Caitlin has moved from misdemeanors to felony cases in like a year and a half, which is not even a thing. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty, it's scary, but um, gosh, I love my clients. I just, uh, I just love them. They make, they make the job great I love fighting it. for them. But anyway, so it's, yeah, it's been a lot, but I, I don't know. Also it's winter here. I know we've talked about this before, like you're in summer, we're in winter. I have this thing in winter where you know, it's dark so early mm. and now the days are like finally getting a little longer, but I will like come home from work and then I just kind of like have this moment where I sit there and I'm like, do I go to bed? <laughs> It'll be like 530 and like getting dark and I'm just like, what? what do I do? You know, I'm not like, I don't, I haven't figured out a good way or a way that I really enjoy using my time when it's really short days. Mm. So what I've been doing is just waking up like wildly early so that I can go to bed at like eight o'clock. That's dope too, though. That means you get like a lot of sunshine early on in the day and you can sleep good before your, yeah. your big days, your big work days. Do you, something I learned this week, um, also like speaking of speaking sleeping patterns, apparently a, a big driver of like sleep quality and both like depths of sleep, so being able to do long hours but getting really good quality sleep is getting sufficient. You should get a certain amount of sunshine before 10 a.m. Like that's a really big indicator on like, mm -hmm. the way the chemi sleep chemicals in your body are processed. So you can be getting all this sunshine time for so long before you yeah. even have to go to work. And I was like, that is ridiculous. I'm never out of the house before 10. So have I like not even gotten one? Like I'm not getting any of the correct <laughs> amount of vitamin D, but I'm glad I remember that now. I'll go like sit and work outside for an hour before like getting started with the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely easier in the summer, in the winter. It's so cold. I mean, I, I sit outside. Oh, wait, like, it is cold. You know, cold. when you, the, I'm presuming the sun in the morning, there's still snow outside. <laughs> but oh, I'm God. still getting, I mean, technically there's sun, but it's chilly, Oof. you know. Yeah. Um, good luck with yeah, that. I definitely so. checked the weather when I got up and it was, it was like, good morning. It's 15 degrees Celsius and it'll be a high of 28 degrees Celsius. That's literally peak summertime. 15 degrees is like 73 that's the temperature when I've woken up and it's going to rise to 28. So. Oh my gosh. 68. It might be like that's 68 nice. to 70. I need that. Yeah. Cool. Mm. So what are we doing today, Caitlin? So, so we kind of looked, we have like a running list of topics for our episodes and we're, I think we said before, we're, we're going to get into the next couple episodes with our guests, mm -hmm. starting to have guests on the podcast. But today, we're just going to do 
a question answer podcast because Ava has this cool game. It's a Kenyan game. Um, what's it? What's it? It's called. It's just called Ask. Ask. <laughs> it's called Ask, and that in Swahili that means. So it's it says it's called Uliza too, which means just ask. Um, and Uliza it's this game. Too. That's created by it's it's a super young girl actually who like designed it. It also has like really? the cards are like I will, I love the cards. Right? This is how all of the the covers of the cards are. Um, to the people on our Patreon, kidding. But it's it's like <laughs> it's a really colorful design on the cards. Um, anyway, so it's just a bunch of different questions. I think the explanation is. It asks is a game of questions, the majority of them being intrusive, deep, and intentionally thought-provoking to help us get to know our friends and family more. Uh, use it to break the I ice with that new group of friends or share wild experiences with your close friends. Um, yeah, 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 Yes. Other things, other things. Cool. Cool. So, of course, because I'm done with the cards, I'm done with seeing the questions first. But, like, I'm going to ask you, so you'll be the first to answer. And we can, like, alternate even if we need, like, time to think. But, like, the first question that I pick, you'll be the one who's answering first. Okay? Okay. No no pressure. No pressure. It's just supposed to be super intrusive and me learning about all of the things about you, Caitlin. <laughs> and hopefully I'll learn. You know, I'm, like, you know, I'm the worst person at thinking of stuff on the spot. We, like, learn that. In the last episode when we talked about books and I suddenly oh, couldn't remember a single book I've my read in my God. life. But me too. So. What was going on? I had to open my Instagram because I was like, have I ever read? Weren't we discussing books that we were reading before <laughs> we started this call? so much. But no, it's <laughs> funny. I do. I definitely books? have a hard time on the spot. Okay, but I'm ready. We'll, we'll do this. Okay, cool. I'm shuffling and then I'm going to read a question. The first question, I'll start, it's an easy one. What small things make you happy? Mm, small things make me happy. Okay. Um, I My favorite thing, I guess, that I think about a lot is, is um, so, you know, I like wake up really early and I love to be outside or walking or sitting outside or doing whatever. Like why while the world is still really still and quiet. You know that feeling when it's super early in the morning and everything is just like, you feel like you're the only one awake, but you're not, but you have that feeling. That makes me, Pepper's in trouble. That makes me really happy. Um, I really like that feeling too. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Um, I'm like a beverage person. Making myself a fun drink makes me really happy, alcoholic or non, um, or trying new foods. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, also, like random acts of kindness from like friends. I don't know. Like if some I don't, people probably like do things like maybe just that's who they are and they'll be like oh I thought of you and I grabbed you this like piece of candy at the store or something that you like that's like so personal that makes me really happy and they like and I like think about that for days (laughs) I love it I love it so that I love it I love it okay I'm wondering should we both answer the same questions or yeah I think you should answer that too that's a good question I think yeah, sorry. I'm in my I'm in my like off of my office table and something that's making me happy that makes me happy a lot over here is like I'm surrounded by plants 
And when I see a new like mm-hmm. plant leaf unfurling, a leaf. Yes. <laughs> That's such a good one. Uh, it makes me That's so happy oh, when a flower is coming out. And I literally, like, I root for them so much. And sometimes, especially <laughs> when there's been a plant that's been struggling for a really long time. And then I see, like, a leaf coming out. I'm just like, you're doing so good, baby. Like, grow, grow, grow. It makes my heart really happy. So I like watching my plants grow. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. And I also like, like noticing a crescent moon <laughs> i don't know why spe- mm-hmm. like i like all moons but when i get especially when i'm outside if i'm like on a walk or i'm outdoors for whatever reason and i'm getting to like yeah. sit when i'm seeing a crescent moon for a really long time i find it really magical and it also makes my spirit really happy because it looks so delicate it looks like a glass piece that's going to break it does you know i have a crescent moon tattoo that i got yes. like so long ago because i feel the same way i definitely yeah, there's something really special about it. Yeah, I haven't seen your but it's such a thin sliver. Oh, I love it. It's, it's so pretty. You, um, should put, you should share a picture really of it. That's a really good one. Okay, I'm going to ask you another one. What's the most random feeling you get lately? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should answer this. <laughs> Caitlin, answer it. Answer it. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, so, like, not what we were talking about earlier, but, um, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this, and this is, like, me being very genuine. This, I don't, I'm not someone that experiences loneliness often because I'm I'm just, like, I really have grown to enjoy my own company. I've always liked doing my own thing, and I've always been very content and happy doing that, but last week, kind of out of nowhere, I had weird out of nowhere feelings of like loneliness. I don't, and it wasn't, it was just like a loneliness. It wasn't a longing. I just, I had this feeling where I just like needed to call people on the phone and I needed to like reach out. It was just a very weird, like not that loneliness is weird by any means, but it's, it's not something I experience often. It's a foreign it feeling last for week. you. It's a, yeah. Yeah. To like feel that, like just, it was definitely loneliness. So that was that was definitely a random feeling for me. And I kind of had to be like, okay, where is this coming from and why? Mm-hmm. I still don't really know. But I had a couple of days of that and it was it was it was pretty intense. That's so, so. interesting because literally I think it was like three Fridays ago. Okay, that's so specific up. I probably wasn't three Fridays, but it was in January. <laughs> <laughs> It was a Friday. It was a Friday in January. You're really on top of your days. <laughs> and I know exactly how the timelines are going. But that's so interesting because I also, I've always found it so, not that like I've never felt lonely in my life, but like I mm-hmm. kind of haven't, I don't know, like not in, not in my adulthood. Like I feel like there's a certain relationship mm-hmm. with like loneliness that was there maybe as a child. But like I yeah. remember like this specific Friday, like, just really feeling like yes it was a friday it was in january i remember the day like i remember talking like i okay, reached out to my friday cousin. too yeah and i was like it's so weird i don't know what's happening but i'm like really getting like the big friday lonely feeling where it feels like i need to be with mm-hmm. i don't know either like with family and I'd, I'd not arranged anything to do that day so i came home and i love when i get to like 
I'm done with work. I get to come home. I can hang out with mm-hmm. Pepper. I can spend time by myself, eating what I want, listening to music, or catching up on a show. Or reading. Yeah. Like I like. I do really enjoy my solitude. But like, I remember being very hyper aware that I wasn't just in solitude at that time. I was like feeling like mm-hmm. there was something missing, and I was feeling kind of like yeah. lonely sadness. Um. Yeah, it is like it hinges on sad. Yeah, right? and I remember being very hyper aware that oh my gosh, like. And, you know, I wasn't, not that I've stopped drinking. I, like I told you all, after the alcohol episode, I went straight for cocktails. It was happier right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being like, oh my gosh, I, like, I feel like, let me just have like a glass of wine and make myself go to sleep or something. But I was just like, I've, I was mm-hmm. very hyper aware that I've not felt that specific feeling in very many years. Like, I, I feel like I could remember it was like, yeah. the last time I felt this was in 2017 and I remember walking into, and I was just like, what triggered that? Like, was yes. it something in the air? I, that's exactly how it was for me. I don't know. We need to go back and look at what was going on that day because mine was also on a Friday and it was just, it was sharp. It was a sharp feeling is how I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, And it was not, a, not something I normally experience. Yeah. So. But then it really made me empathize, especially for like, I know something, especially with like over the years, my relationship with like romantic connection. I know I've always had, like I've known people or had female friends who I know really desire partnership because they say they're feeling lonely. And I'm like, what are you talking? And I'm like, are there people who are existing in that state like long term? I could, that would be really painful. Like, is that what people are feeling? It would be painful. I don't know because I like I I I didn't have that same thought but very similar because it's not a common feeling that I have and it was pretty uncomfortable you know so if that is something that people are regularly feeling that would I mean the hurt yeah I was like I need to have more empathy for people who do like very extreme things because they say they're like lonely people or because I'm like what do you mean by that usually I'm like what do you mean Mm because I'm like alone all the time and I'm never lonely are you sure but I'm just like oh no I I I get that Mm. too no it's funny because even today at work I was having a conversation with a coworker and she it's funny because I'm like so content in my life and I don't like again I don't feel lonely and like she was saying like don't you feel sad like if you go to eat alone and I was like no do you know how many like, times people why? ask me that Caitlin I'm and I'm like I'm like, happier when yes. I go out to eat alone <laughs> I know I'm just like what like how great to go and enjoy food if you like talk to someone or meet someone cool but it doesn't matter either like I'm just like that is not a thing for me like that and she was like, don't you feel uncomfortable if people are staring at you? And I was like, who's staring at me? Like, I'm eating my food, <laughs> you know, but it's, yeah. So I, I totally know what you mean, but I definitely felt the loneliness. Yeah. So that would be my feeling. But I feel like that's my, my feeling, feeling too, even though it wasn't super lately, but like, yeah, I, I was, I remember being really hyper of that and I was like, where the heck did that come from? And mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was—I remember just being like, I really hope this doesn't stay, and I was really glad that it didn't stay. But. <laughs> I know, like mine didn't stay either, but it definitely like I—it was very unpleasant yeah. when it was there. So, oh. okay, can that can that be the my answer too? I guess I can. Yeah, yeah because it, no, yeah. we gotta go back to those dates and see. What no, was like I'm sure the moon was wild, and I—I'm going to be able to find it because. 
I know specifically, like, there's a plan that ended up falling through that day. So I'm going to be able to, like, go back to my calendar and find it. And then you check if that was your same one. Okay. Okay, next question. Next question. Let me shuffle them up. Uh, oh, this came at me twice. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> you know, that's such a funny question because I feel like people ask you that like in every stage of your life and at any stage of my life, I've never had an answer. Like, I just want to like exist. Like, I just want to be like existing and content and, you know, I never, I don't know. Even as a kid, I had issues with this question and I voiced my issues. Listen, (laughs) oh my gosh. Just like mentioning that people always ask you at every stage. I remember as a kid, because especially as a kid, this is a question that came before you turn 21. Mm -hmm. This is a question that's asked every time there's like extended family meetings. Every time there's, I don't even know, adults. And when you're under 15, adults are like obsessed with it. I remember though... Because I was just, I know, I didn't have an answer as a child, especially, like, I'm just like, what is career? I don't know. And I was just like, I don't really like school, so like, I don't know this what's supposed to, like, make me know mm-hmm. what I want to do. But I remember there was this boy I liked in, like, the fifth grade. And there was a time that <laughs> <laughs> we're going around the class, and I was just, like, taking notes from what, which story of my life like absorbing other people because I can't figure out my own thing but I'm like as people are going on I'm like oh that sounds interesting like taking a note of it as people explain what it mm-hmm. is I remember yeah, he said we're just like he wanted to be a morphing new- answers from other people exactly so he was like he wants to be a neurosurgeon and of course I had no idea so you started saying you wanted to be a neurosurgeon <laughs> <laughs> so I went to read this book Ben Carson who stand out to be the greatest like black op of our time like Trump's bestie Ben Carson, yeah. <laughs> you know this yeah. book as a child like called Think Big, like about his like neurosurgeon and like whatever is him separating the Siamese twins. Did you know that book in the nineties? Okay, I didn't, but sometimes I forget that he was a doctor. I know because you met him as an insane racist politician. I met Ben Carson in fi- class four as a surgeon, and I read both his books, Gifted Hands and Think think big and gifted hands and i was mm-hmm. like you know what for the next at least long while i had an answer to that anytime people ask me around me i'm like i read ben carson's book i want to be a neurosurgeon of course adults were so happy there were no following <laughs> You're questions just, like, totally like mirroring this like identity that you actually gave no shits about which is like that's what we do because we're so like programmed to answer that question i used to do the same thing i used to say like there were times where i'd be like i want to be a journalist <laughs> No, nothing like I literally like never actually had that like desire by any means. But it was just like an answer that people thought was interesting. Yeah, and I think you figure because I feel like those other things I'd said before and then you figure the things that get like either a positive response and no harder questions follow. I was like, that's the one I'm going to answer so it can chill out. And of course, I went to high school and I hated chemistry and dropped physics by like third year i'm like i'm not gonna make it as a neurosurgeon yeah Uh, no (laughs) (laughs) no it's so true but it's funny because like i you know like i love kids and i have never once had the it would never even cross my mind to be like what do you want to be when you grow up like I think kids have like so many interesting interesting things to like tell you and talk about like that that 
oh my gosh, it's like the last thing I would ever want to ask them. That's you so know? interesting because I literally, I don't think I've ever asked a kid what, the, like, what is that question, first of all? Like, if we really, really deep it. And asking as an adult, like, what are you asking them? Like, which office do they want to go into when they become 35? Like, what are you asking? <laughs> and like, what you're saying, like, it's so, like, I guess they were interested in learning what our interests were, but why didn't they just ask us, like, what we're curious about or, like, what we're, like... Yeah. And probably, like, talking about our interests with adults would have, like, sparked more clearly, which, like, if you're talking about career, mm-hmm. what spaces we actually had, like, we were drawn to, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but oh, now, no. as a 33-year-old, I... I think something that's just really been heavy in my head. Yeah, I want to I wanna learn, when I grow up, I want to learn to have a better relationship with fear. And, like, I want to just, I want to be peaceful. <laughs> that's it. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, work-wise, it changes every day. I like the kind of work that I'm doing right now. And I hope I can continue mm-hmm. having things I'm curious about that I can learn. But, like, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a good answer. I think learning new things forever sounds fun yeah. and whatever that means for you. But my uncle Chris did remind know. me like a couple of years ago. He was just like, do you remember? you're going to be a neurosurgeon? <laughs> no, it was worse because once I was failing out in like neurosurgeon prerequisites in high school, I like pivoted. And he was like, do you remember when you're like planning to come to university in America and you said you wanted to get a- <laughs> He wanted to major in real estate and literature, and he was just like, what the hell are you thinking? What is real estate? And I wanted to be like a real estate. Also, the combination, amazing. I know. But do you know who was driving the real estate side, speaking of Donald Trump's bestie? Freaking Trump. Why has Trump been an influencer in my life as a child? I don't know. Please tell me why. That would be a great episode for us to dive into that. Abba and her relationship with Trump Towers. I'll tell you about it sometime. Oof. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next, next question. question. That was it. That was a good one. What are you struggling with lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably lots of things. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things. I don't even know. Where do I start? <laughs> Um, 99 problems. What am I, what am I struggling with? Well, let me tell you a struggle I've had my whole life (laughs) that I'm still struggling with is routine. I am not a routine person. I am not really like structured, like that is not like comes natural to me. So I do struggle with having a routine built around my general workday is just not something I've ever adapted to or figured out. And maybe I don't have to. Maybe my thing is like not having a routine, but... You just feel pressure. Like there's all this like good feedback on like if you're <laughs> sincere. Re- yeah, yes. Yeah. Like routines are like... Yeah. How you like so yeah. I guess I'm... Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'm struggling with that. If that's even a struggle, it's not like the thing is I say it's a struggle, but it's not something I really like aspiring to. So maybe I shouldn't, maybe that doesn't even count. But but when um, you say routine with like, the, I feel like I would presume your day is really structured. Like, cause you have like, you, have, you take Millie out and I feel like whenever I'm interacting with you in the morning, there's like, or is it night? Like you take your pets out and then you have to get ready for work and then you have to da 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 and then you come home and then no? 
Or is it like when you're yeah. trying to build in certain habits that would require you having a routine around the habit or something? Yeah, I guess it would be like habits, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, definitely having pets makes you have more of a routine for sure. But even with that, I'm not consistent. So I don't know if that's a struggle, but a maybe. A maybe struggle. What are you struggling with? I mean, there's definitely other things I'm struggling with. Procrastination. I've um, stopped thinking of that. Which is, that's a forever thing with me too. I think that's my motivation, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I do much better under pressure. I'm going to tell that to my therapist next time they're trying to give me tools. Like, bro, allow it. Oh my gosh, struggling with... we know we shared that meme this week about how with therapy our we show up to therapy and didn't do any of the things our therapist recommended and then we continue to complain about the same three things. Mine was <laughs> always like so procrastination. But and it's just like, okay, about what, what did you did you apply any and it's just like if I didn't procrastinate, I wouldn't be like so energized with the burst of panic adrenaline to do like my best work as Mm -hmm. I always do so I understand like replacing tools that don't work right now but especially with like things I need to execute procrastination is still working when it stops working I must get new tools I feel like that too although like with my like job wise procrastination isn't the best um I (laughs) I can't like I really like I can't really procrastinate anymore but that's really my work style um Mm -hmm. so that I guess I'm struggling with that I don't know yeah what would you say you're struggling with but in regards to work procrastination I've taken to like noting down like I like I I usually have notes of things I need to do like on different sticky notes on my laptop and like Are you a sheets. note person? I'm a note but person. But I started too. writing them in a notebook and I feel like that's drive like I need just somewhere that I can quick glance every like one and a half hours mm-hmm. and I'm like cuz there's so many other things the way my brain works I like start working on so many other things and thinking about other things and that are still important or like urgent sometimes and then I come back and I'm like okay yeah. these were the eight core things I needed to do today I've done none of them yes you've been busy for the past 5 hours but like try and do the things that you set out as important so I'm I'm trying to like use that to like regulate some version mm-hmm. of procrastination um but I think I've been struggling with hip pain <laughs> I saw that that's where you carry your stress now on your hips I don't know what's happened it's so weird like Caitlin for all of my life like my adult life I've known like I bunch my shoulders I like I like shoulders neck whenever yeah. I get a back rub that's when I'm just like oh my gosh there's so much tension there my inner hips since like starting to it's so painful and I can tell I can tell there's like a weird not weird there's something with the relationship with like feminine energy and there's something emotional and I don't but I can just tell there's like a pressure because <laughs> I can just it's the thing that I used to feel about my shoulders the under strain is getting wetter <laughs> sorry that's like so on my brain every time you say the pressure the pressure is getting worse and worse oh my god uh yeah but so, the hip pain no that's I mean I'll have to show you some things to poke around on please, to help your hips. Please, 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 please give me the things to poke, yeah. poke around on because like my hip joints, it's so weird. Like I was saying, like even in yoga, literally 
like baby pose is where you go to rest open like baby pose used to be my favorite thing that i could like literally lie like that for 40 minutes mm-hmm. okay like, it feels like fire now and i'm just like what is happening so i'm trying to be like a lot more something's happening something's happening you know you can t- there's a yeah. shift that's happening and i'm just like okay Something. let's see Mm. we gotta work on that Kaylin what are your red flags not red flags about other people what is a red flag (laughs) if someone was to be like Caitlin's red flags are (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that could be so many things oh I don't know I feel like I have a lot of red flags yeah (laughs) I don't know. Um, yeah. I can go. I have, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, can you go? I definitely, there's a lot of, I have a lot of red flags. That, that's really like self-aware and like humble is the wrong word, but not egotistical to be able to like. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just like, which mm-hmm. are the top red flags? Not what are my red flags? The top red flags. How do I rank them? <laughs> um, fun facts. You've gosh. seen that tweet from like, those, those aren't red flags. Those are fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been thinking about this a lot. I feel like this year for me, one of my red flags Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm all okay. The bad vibe. I always I'm just like, what's what's bad vibes about me? I think Caitlin, I'm too irritable. I feel like not like in like I, I like I don't get like annoyed. You? Yeah, like not like I'm walking around as an irritable person, but like I I'm very easily irritated. Like I release it quickly, but like I feel like there's a very like irritated reactionary thing about like how I navigate the world and I don't mm-hmm. like it honestly. Um I'm very hyper aware of it happening now That's but fair. it's like it's like I don't know. That's funny I've never experienced you in that way. I know, right? I That's haven't met I, that side of you. It's mm-hmm. it's my internal red flag. <laughs> no, but like I feel like it's it's a mix of like I it's probably like impatience but the response of the impatience is like being like not like I'm always irritated because I'm not, but like I, it, it especially things that test my patience, it really triggers like intense irritation. Whether it's like when I'm driving, um, like at Lava Latte, like, when, and I'm like, Ava, you need to chill mm-hmm. out. Like, I, I can see, I can feel it kick up like too strongly. And it's like, is it really necessary? Even if I don't, so I think the thing is like, even if I don't like outwardly project it in a big way, I can tell that. And I feel like if you're reading my body language, other people can also tell. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's not nice. It's not nice. Yes. It's not a nice way of relating. But yeah, that's one of my red flags. Mm, that that is a good one though I uh this is I guess I would say that I was actually talking to a friend about this yesterday um the way I act when I'm experiencing like extreme anxiety is I go from like zero to a hundred like really really quickly and we were we were talking about how like one time I was like with a friend and like we were on a hike and I was like slipping and I was getting really scared and it was like, it was really like driving up my anxiety. And then instead of just like, 
instead of just saying like, oh my gosh, like I'm scared. This is like bringing something up in me. Like, can we take a time out? Like I would immediately go to like, this isn't fun. Like you need to go like, (laughs) you know, and like kind of like, kind of like sabotaging the experience for everyone. I think that's a huge red flag about myself that, which I'm trying to like hone in, you know, after all this time. But I definitely, when I experience anxiety, I just like kill it for everyone. Like I just, I kill the mood. Um, So... I, yeah, that's not good. Even though that sounds and, uh, scary. Just, no, but it's, I mean, it's like a just general, like, experiencing anxiety. I'm just, a, mm-hmm. I'm a mood killer. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a red flag. Me being very noncommittal is also a red flag, <laughs> but that's okay, <laughs> I guess. Or it's not, I don't know. But uh, non-committal. Oh, uh, uh, that's you know. I don't know if I'm. I would call myself non-committal, but I do have an interesting relationship with commitment. Yeah, that's that gives me anxiety. Like committing to things mm. too early gives me anxiety. Feeling like I need to commit um, to things too early, early do, does give me anxiety. For yeah, sure. that's why I'm always like, someone asks me to do something like a week out, and I'll be like, I'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> you know. Because I'm under stress about it. I feel like lately people have been asking me way shorter than a week out. And I'm like, are y'all adjusting your plans this close to the time? Like, this isn't who I am. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for you so you don't have to commit. Um, Okay, let's do one more question and then I'm going to go to bed. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm going to let you choose between routine. Get into the routine. Um, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to give you an option of three questions. Okay? Okay. Is that too many? Maybe two. Okay, cool. Three is too many choices. Okay. Between, also, yeah, that's not a red flag, but like my relationship with too much choice, it's so bad. Like, it's bad in restaurants. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. My, oh my gosh, the <laughs> assistant manager at Lavaletta is, I'm always just like, Marcy, don't hate me. I was like, what else should I eat? She's just like, Ava, how are we having this conversation every day for four years? Like, you, you built the menu. You, you won't choose what you eat. <laughs> Literally, they have to like, make, and then I'm like, anyway. So I'm like, wow, there's so many pages. I liked it better when we had a one page menu. Anyway. So, mm. <laughs> question one is, what's an unpopular belief you agree with? And question two is, what traits did your parents pass on to you that you're actively trying to change? <laughs> those are both. Wait, can we actually choose from three? Those, I need a third one. Those are, those are heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Should I, should I look for a light one? Uh, Wait, what was the first question again? Can you say it again? What's an unpopular belief you agree with? I could ask you a third one. What is something you, you feel you'll never get the hang of? Who's the third one? Life. <laughs> Do we ever get the hang of it? <laughs> Fair point. Um, but yeah. what's, what's an unpopular opinion that you... Okay, I'll answer this one because... Mm, um, so... Okay, so I don't know, like, 
I don't know. Okay, should we should we get into this? Okay, you know the whole like green new deal, like clean energy I'm doing like Okay, I know. So but um I so my unpopular opinion, not that I necessarily like think that's bad, but I think we're also at least the narrative in the US is like very much ignoring what that means. Like we act like, oh, we're going to get away from oil or coal or whatever they're saying like is not a good energy resource and we're going to just go to everything like battery operated. And I'm always like, where the fuck do you think we're getting lithium, the stuff for lithium batteries? Like, do you think we're not just going to exploit other countries to mine these things that we need for like green energy? I don't know. I just like the idea that this is so much like more ethical and better. I just am like, we're really not having the hard conversations or maybe we're just like oblivious to it that like, oh no, like we're not just going to the Middle East now for oil. Like we're going to exploit like the the Latin American countries (laughs) to, yeah, or whatever countries like they can mine this stuff to create lithium battery. Like it's just, I have lots of thoughts on this. I think um, that's a great thought. And I think we have to bring my brother Johnny to the podcast because he's really okay. into clean energy and that's where his work is. And I think that would be hilarious because I agree with both of y'all. Uh, but I my thing with it is also is just like, so like your perspective from the America side, my perspective from the Africa side where there's so much pressure and especially like in all the impact work and where money's going and like for... Africa to go green. And I'm just like, like, can we all just be fucking for real for a moment? Like, the penetration of electricity mm-hmm. is barely there already. Like, what is all this, like, let's figure out how rural women can, like, cook with, I don't know, cow. I'm just like, no, like, I don't know. Deal with the factories and figure out what mm-hmm. they need to figure out. But yeah, I guess, like, my thing is, I just, we're making it into, like, clean and ethical and great on one side Mm -hmm. and then the other side and I just like I don't think it's that simple and I think Mm -hmm. we're ignoring a lot of like really hard questions that are gonna come up of like okay no who are we gonna exploit now that's like really what it comes down to in my mind you know what I mean interesting I'm gonna check in a little bit more on that and I think we should talk about that a little bit more like yeah where I've never really yeah no I mean I would be interested Mm -hmm. to talk so I took an energy law class in in school and I like got really into that Mm -hmm. because I was like wow because I mean oh my gosh like I think we're like fed these ideas that we just think it's going to be simpler and like, yes, maybe it will be better, but it's not simpler Mm -hmm. and it's not, you know, it's not just like it being better doesn't mean there's absolutely nothing like linked to it. That's also going to be very deeply problematic that in a hundred years is just as disastrous as this other thing we chose. Yeah. So I would be interested to talk to your brother, who's definitely more, obviously more of an expert than I would ever be. I I just like, these mm-hmm. are just my initial thoughts mm-hmm. is like, when people say that, I'm always just like, nope, it's not that simple. Like, nope, it's more nuanced than that. Like, but I also like the narrative in the US is, is very much like proposes this like idyllic world with 
like no hurt and like the pictures mm. for like clean energy incentives or like just look like a utopia mm. and I'm just like no 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 like look at the mines in Latin America where we're mining the stuff for batteries mm. like come on now mm. so that's my um, that's very unpopular but I love it I love anyways. it I'm into it I'm gonna answer what about the same you? one okay what question no, I yeah, we'll we'll talk mm-hmm. about traits our parents passed on that we're actually trying to change in a whole other podcast episode. Let's leave that for another time. <laughs> That's too many. That's too many. <laughs> um an unpopular belief that I have that I agree with this is a small one, I think, or I don't know. But like I think in the body positivity and wellness drive which I think is really great. I I think it's okay for people not to feel great about their bodies. And I feel like the over pushing of, you should mm-hmm. love everything about yourself. And like, just, just like, just like love yourself and your, and I, I agree. Like, and I've had like, I feel like a mixed relationship with my body as a woman existing in 2023, mm-hmm. of course, like, you know, with different trends of body types different ways of relating to what your body is to you and like it's this great tool that protects you but I feel like there needs to be room for people to be able to express like not like and I think it's an over response from you know you I guess the world always trying to make you hate yourself especially as a woman or whatever but I feel like it's okay people sometimes feel uncomfortable with certain things about themselves and they will feel uncomfortable about it forever. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's okay. And I feel like creating an environment where it feels like if you talk about it, then you've not like ascended the self-hate yeah. or whatever. I I feel like alienates a larger population because like most people are not fitting within whatever version you need to be to really love your body anyway. So I think it's okay for people mm-hmm. not to like their bodies and especially women. And we should like, That's, like translate yeah. the conversation around that version where it's not like meeting the beauty standards, but like, what mm-hmm. does it look like to actually want to like address and express certain like difficult relationships with your body? Oh my gosh. That's such a good one. <laughs> And it's so true, too, because it's like, I don't want to, like, I've definitely had that thought, too, where it's like, I don't want to just, like, not everything is beautiful. Maybe I just, like, want something to work. Exactly. Or not work or be okay with it or, you know, um, or, like, this is just how I exist as a person. That's fine. But not everything has to be beautiful Mm. or... Mm. mm -hmm. And why is it that that's the, for for it to be, then it's like... And maybe that would even adjust like our relationship with beauty in general. <laughs> if we are all like striving mm-hmm. to find it beautiful, then you're all like trying to, you know, adjust this internal yeah. thing towards it. But maybe it's just like, what? It, let's leave more <laughs> room so for right. ugliness and accepting ugliness without saying that you've accepted it as beauty. And what does that then mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a great one. Oh my gosh, I need this game. I know, we should play it. I don't even know. Let's, 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 let's hang out and play it. I know. And I just really like the design too. Well, this is a good idea. Um, I'll share a picture of it with you for our Instagram. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll share it. Um, but thanks for playing well, Ask With Me. Um, 
I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I'm a letter. I told you like it's a young girl who like designed it, and she has different ones. There's like one specifically for couples, and other ones, and she's come to play mm. sell them usually like during quiz night. Um, but yeah, I just thought it's really cool, and it's cool also when like Gen Z or Gen Z adjacent I people like are being entrepreneurial, too. but like being creative and like. Also Gen Z, we love Gen Z. Our favorite so generation. <laughs> We're going to do a, a podcast episode with Gen Z. Super soon. So That's probably our first guest I'm podcast. excited. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, well, Caitlin, it's super note, late. I'm going to go to bed. Go to right bed. Now. Let's, let, let's not talk okay. for one hour before starting to record next time. <laughs> I know. Next time we'll start sooner. Okay. Well, have a good day. Have a good Friday. Good night. Bye. Bye, Katie.